0: Hey, uh, that was an abrupt ending, wasn't it? Let me turn off that feedback from me. Well, yeah, I got my all my software working in, in Junction, and I'm using a uh, powered mic right now, and I'm using headphones, and I'm just wondering if this is... Oh, you hear a little? Maybe I should be a little more delicate with this. Okay. I just want, I want to have as little interference as possible so it's not distracting. I guess all the ooms and ahs. I have, uh, some person felt it important to leave a, uh, a review saying, Hey, this was horrible. You know, you're, you're a horrible podcast because you just said so many ooms, ahs. I haven't heard it so many. So I'm just looking to pause now instead of doing those things. And I'm going to concentrate on that. And sometimes I guess I have to listen to myself more often. But this is Jim Keys bartender, and I welcome you again. It's a beautiful day here in the Keys. Gorgeous, gorgeous. It's uh, low 80s, sunny, light breeze, tropical breeze coming through. Uh, Just lovely. And uh, here I am doing a podcast, right? Yeah, I know. I'm dedicated. That's what I am. And uh, I had a busy day yesterday. I did the uh, again. I am so sorry. I had a very busy day yesterday. I had a early scheduled second shot of the Pfizer vaccine. I don't have any, well, so far I don't have any underlying conditions. I'm just a part-time employee at a hospital, but it worked. And volunteers get them too. It's great, but uh, the the biggest concern that I had was the reaction. I had a sore arm, pretty sore arm, the first time. They say you start feeling that you could get a severe reaction on the second shot, and I don't know if I was doing the psychosomatic thing by start thinking about it. What is that? A headache am I starting to feel crappy I'm doing all these things I take some Tylenol it was just my arm felt a little sore not even close to what it was before and I took I took my time I went to bed I'm staying up during the night wondering I'm thinking about oh am I having a problem with breathing am I having flu like symptoms blah, blah 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 no nothing I even went to the gym today and did a uh, I did some lifting So it it seemed like I drove my daughter to school, did some lifting, did uh, some shopping and doing some podcasting before I start doing some promotional work for my other side businesses. But it looks like, I mean, I guess I'm out of the woods. It's 27 hours since I got the shot. So I'm going to put that one in the books as a successful one. So. I know some people say I want to take the shot. I want to see what happens to people and stuff like that. Well, I said, "Okay, you could do that stuff." And it's funny because I saw another person who had their second shot. She goes, "Oh, we could shake hands again." And I said "I, I guess so." But what we're supposed to do is keep on doing it because you can still produce. You can still be asymptomatic and carry the virus. Those studies have uh, some preliminary reports are coming out of Israel that the Pfizer vaccine helps reduce the amount of virus in your body so you can't wick it off enough to infect someone else. But I'm going to behave as if I could be asymptomatic because you know why? I care about other people. Even if there's a small... Chance that I can infect someone. I just want to be as protective as I can. So when I go inside, like Monroe County has suggested, or it's weird because the state of Florida, they instituted, the, the governor said, you can't fine anybody for not wearing a mask, but you can refuse them service. You can make it a policy of your business. So people are confused about that. Because businesses are that way. And you can just refuse to do that. Now, I don't know about state run. I don't know how the DMV does it. DMV does it. I go there. It's, you know, we have a great DMV down in Key Largo. Very little wait. They have you stand outside because the weather's not too bad. Stand outside and they review your documents, whatever you need. And then they call you in. They make sure that you don't go in and that you need to go back out and do it again. So I uh I appreciate their job, but they they require mask and separation, things like that. And that's state. So that's the way it is. And a little later we'll get on that. So I had the Pfizer vaccine. It was so funny because at the hospital we have this great community hospital. Uh it's run by Baptist Healthcare. It's Mariners and tavernier and we're lucky because of the size of the community we are that we have a hospital with such capabilities. So they're really organized. They come in, they check your your name, what time you're supposed to be there. They start, they give you a preliminary questionnaire asking whether you had any symptoms, whether you came in contact with someone with COVID and all these things. And you, you wait in line, you know, they had a the chairs in the hallway spread out six feet apart. And then you take your card that has your first, the CDC card, that has your first vaccine, and they make sure you have it so they can put the second one on there. And they ask you which arm you want it in and things like that. And it's a matter of fact, they fill it out. I mean they have preliminary screeners and then you go in there and you got a secondary screener that marks everything, does it and then the person that gives you the shot and they take the paperwork that I guess goes to the CDC or the hospital and then we keep the card that has the notations, the other notations on the second shot and while I was in there I saw people the same people that were behind me the first shot were in, directly in front of me, and they're people that take my spin class. And then the one of the people in the waiting area, they, wait, they ask you after you give you a shot, they have you sit 15 minutes. And there was another person in there take, regularly used to take my spin class, and they haven't been in there for spin class. I've only done like three or four spin classes, and I'm very fortunate that they still consider me a part-time employee there. Because I'm ready, I, I guess I fill in. I I have filled in for some of the full-time people because there's not as many people in the gym. You get some some people that are concerned about going there, and they're not. I guess the level of activity or the concern about people worrying about their shape, they're more worried about their their health. I think it kind of goes hand in hand, and they they do it really good. You're working out, you're wearing a mask, even when you're doing. A group exercise class—they spread you out like at least six feet apart. The instructor wears a mask. You wear a mask. I know it's not, and you wipe everything down. They got all the antibacterial agents there, so that's what I did in the morning. And then I had to go up to Miami because I had just recently bought a car that had some imperfections on the on the bumper. It was a used car, and the deal I made was to fix the bumper for purchasing the vehicle and they, and they I went up to Miami and that was I had my loaner for what five days they gave me another car a new car it only had like 700 miles I'm driving around with that stuff and Jesus I'm not used to use I'm only used to new cars when I'm driving a rental I always go back like five years the car I purchased is about Three years old. And it has the newer technology where you can pair your phone with the dashboard over the radio and shit like that. But I think for some people that like gadgets and stuff like that, you have to really kind of relax and acquaint yourself before you drive. Because you don't want to be checking out new features while you're driving in Miami like i said miami is a different in previous shows miami is quite an interesting ride on the highways much like almost every big city but the drivers are very aggressive and you got to be careful down here so i went up there waited a little while picked up my new car drove it back here did some of my other stuff that i do other businesses i have uh I forget. I wash my car. And then I go into work. Now, after that, it's so funny when you go in there because after you get your second shot, I realize there's a two-week refractory period. I a refractory period. It's just like after you're done, after you ejaculate, you need a refractory period. I guess that means you, you until you're able to ejaculate again or, or something like that. But I meant for the buildup of the vaccine in order to start being effective. But you go in there and you start feeling a little different. And I'll get into that a little later. I just wanted to say that pretty soon we're going to be doing live shows again because I have the vaccine and uh, in me and I can do the show from the bar and I think I'm going to be able to disinfect the microphones. So I'm using wind socks and things like that, and making sure people aren't touching me as much and switching out the, the wind socks, spraying them and stuff like that. Just to make sure people are not, you know, I don't become a spreader of that. So what i do the live shows, I'll do it from outside, use wind socks, use dynamic mics and things like that. And where I'll do the first ones will be at the catch restaurant And bar in Key Largo, Mile Marker 102, Oceanside. It's the great American seafood or key seafood and non-seafood dishes. It's open every day for lunch and dinner. They have a great happy hour Monday through Friday, 3:30 to 5:30, or 3:30 to 6:30, with great food and drink prices during that time. And if you catch your own, I had someone send a a message and they asked, they were from another country, very, very nice people. They're from the Philippines. And they said, do you catch the fish there? And someone had answered that saying, oh, yes, you can bring your catch there and stuff like that. And I guess they didn't quite understand the question. From what I understood, they're suggesting, and I've been to restaurants at different places. It's like a lobster tank. But you can actually catch the fish you're going to eat. In Poland, there was this trout, this little uh, pond uh, where it feeds in. It has, I guess, there's a creek there, a little stream it comes in, so the water's always fresh. And they have uh, trout in there, which they use and they do that cook the whole trout. And I'm not a, I'm not a big fan of whole fish cooked. I don't like a fish looking at me while I'm eating it. But I can, I will eat a filet, but I, I don't like that. But that, that's what you do. You kind of go, and they actually they kind of pull it out themselves. I guess they use a, a fish trap or something like that. And this person from the Philippines wanted to know if they can grab their own fish. There's a place there where we can grab our own fish. That would be pretty cool. Also kind of cruel, if you think about it. Because that's like being, I'm going to anthropomorphize fish now. Right. Well, now I'm going to finish with the catch. So if you're in Key Largo, come to the catch at 102 Oceanside. Let's get back to the idea of cooking, catching your fish at the restaurant. It's kind of like being in a pen, I guess they're suggesting, and you pick the fish out. You know, they notice if when I say anthropomorphizing, I'm attributing human qualities of understanding to a fish. The fish don't know, right? I'm hoping the fish don't know that they're in a place that they're going to... The reason they're there is they're going to get eaten. Much like that joke of a lobster tank or something like that where people are in a lobster tank and they said, oh, you know, look in the lobster tank. I want that one. You know, or a turkey farm where you go and look at your turkey. I'm going to grab that turkey. I'm going to grab that pig. Whatever. Uh, It's... It's just so people attribute feelings to them. But I just, I don't like the idea of a pen being there with the fish. But it is a good idea of having, you know, I guess, you know, So, but, but a lot of wild fish you wouldn't really want to keep penned up. Like a mahi is a wild fish. Mahi, that I'm sure you, they have them in aquariums and things like that. But a mahi needs a big range. Not necessarily yellowtail or lionfish or anything like that. I mentioned lionfish before. It's an invasive species from the Far East, Indonesia, Malaysia, and it's found its way to American waters under 20 years ago, and it's prolific now. And but what happened is people found out they're delicious. Now lionfish have the spikes on it. If you ever see it, maybe I'll post a picture of it with the show. I'll put a lionfish picture on. It. And the spikes have a toxin in their spikes. And it's really, really, really painful when you get stuck by it. And the only thing to really do about it is to put your hand under, put it in really cold water or really hot water because uh, ice or heat denatures the the poison. The, the thing, the toxin, that causes the pain, the severe pain. People say it feels like it's just intense. But I know guys that when I worked at this other place, it used to be, they used to spend all their time filleting the lionfish and getting it ready for uh, cooking. Get if it get if it's big enough to cut some fillets, they would do the fillets, or they do a whole fried one. The bones are so small you can practically eat the whole thing. The bones, if you deep fry it hard enough. You can actually crunch on the bones all the way up. I know it sounds gross, but it's a delicious. It's an invasive species, but you know the great thing about this invasive species? It's uh, delicious. And th- some of the local, I guess they're acquiring predators in the area are acquiring a taste for the fish eventually. It would take some generations for because they have to bite into this fish that has these barbs on it that are somewhat poisonous. But in the Far East, there's nurse sharks and grouper that eat the fish with no problem. So all they have to do is acclimate these other predators locally. And it's weird how that happens in the, in the ocean, right? You figure the ocean, where where is it into the ocean? Like, where is a fish going to go? Obviously, if the lionfish can acclimate in these waters, than a lot of their predators could acclimate themselves. Not necessarily, but yeah, nurse sharks can, and other grouper and things like that. So let's get back to the story I was talking about, how people behave. And it seems, this is my perception. We had, it was last March, when the lockdown started and then April 1st, I think they shut down the highway to put a blockade up and it was only for residents and people that had legitimate business down here, delivery companies and shit like that. So they wanted to reduce the amount of interplay between the mainland and our, the chain of keys. And that seemed to work really good. The the infection rate was really low for those couple months. And now we kind of ticked up. But then now we have the vaccine going. And it seems like the vaccination program is going very well in the Keys. You got the local pharmacies, uh, Winn-Dixie and Publix, offering it now. And pretty soon they'll have Walgreens and CVS. At local hospitals and they may who knows they may have the county health department start doing it at the same places where they're administering the test they got a test site in the upper keys it's at founders park in amirada so monroe county in order to halt the spread reduce the level of infections down here instituted way back that when you're inside a business you wear a mask and we get people from all over the United States. I don't know what they do in their neighborhoods. I don't know what the rules are in their neighborhoods, but they come down here in their neck of the woods. And a lot of them seem ill-prepared for accommodating wearing mask, And they don't want to do it. And last night, there was an example of it. I had a couple people not wear a mask. And then right at the end, right after our kitchen closed, we had three guys come in and uh, three big guys from out of town. I can tell you always tell the they and I And I look, I look over and when I turn around, they're all sitting there. I don't see any masks. I say, Hey, did you guys wear any masks? No, we didn't bring any masks with us. And one guy says, I left mine over at the hotel. So hold on a second. So I went over. And I grabbed the special mask I have, surgical mask. They're uh, pastel pink. Perfect for those manly men that want to make a point of not wearing masks. So I put each a pink mask in front of the guys. And I said, in Monroe County, when you're inside a business, you must wear a mask. And the guy goes, "Uh, really? And I'm like, well, I guess you don't. Believe in it. Well, I believe in it. I had it. I just don't give a shit. And it just took me, right? I mean, I can understand that he may have responded to say, listen, I don't. It's fake, blah, 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 this, that. But I wasn't ready for this guy to said, I had it. I don't give a shit. I said, you don't care about spreading it to other people? Have a little consideration? Nope. And I go, well, you're not going to be here if you're going to do that. Because I can do whatever I want, I said, "You, we will not serve you." But I had given the coke already. He was the one not drinking, The two other guys were having drinks. They had their drinks right there. I said, "If you're in this restaurant, when you get up, put on a mask." The guys looking at me, no. So I said again, "I, uh, listen, I understand, but." You know, you're going to have to put on the mask. And the other guy seemed, there's two other guys. One guy who was drinking a Coke and there was a guy drinking uh, a Miller Lite bottle and a vodka cranberry. You know? And a smaller guy, but he's still a big guy, wasn't having any. He gets up, gets on the phone. And I hear them talking. the guy said, one of the guys said, you're not going to let this go, are you? Guy goes, nope. And he gets up and they're bitching. He gets up, walks outside, gets on the phone, starts talking on the phone. And I go to the guy, I grab, the, I grab the check, I total it out. And I said, see what happened right there? When he got up, left the mask here, walked outside, didn't use a mask. That's what I'm talking about. I said, it's good. We're going we're to be closed today. So you're- we're closing now. So I'm just going to close out your check. And the guys kept quiet they i think their bill was $10.70 they left 11, 11 bucks which is good they could have left i would have been like to get these people out i would have paid for the bill i just don't get the joy or the reason where they need to make a state statement at a private business there is a Monroe... There's Monroe County Sheriff's deputies all over the place. And you can just go and introduce yourself and say, listen, I just want you to know I'm not going to adhere to any, And there's nothing you could do about it. There's no rules against it and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, the Sheriff's deputy would probably say something like, oh, there's probably nothing we could do, but if you're asked to leave an establishment you have to leave. And that's the thing. And it's funny because we're right across from the government building in Key Largo, the county government building. And there's always at least 12 uh, police cars up there. There's at least six, seven deputies there. It's a location. They got an office there. And I have in six years of working there and, the 10 years or 8 years working at this other place I had yet to have to call Monroe County without handling it myself and but I didn't have to toss anybody out either I mean physically toss them out I just say, you're out of here and if they want to start trouble I mean I haven't had to say either I said do you realize there's a government building right across the way if we made a call they'd be here in about two minutes they love this shit They live for this. Is this how, you know, is this how you want to really introduce yourself to Monroe County by being an asshole? And they, I have to admit, they got a little inside my head. I go like, why do people, are they just bad people? Or they, is Bad is being angry separate from being bad? Is this statement that you're making I'm working there? I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it to have my petty feet them to go and tell people to wear a mask. I'm doing it to protect the other people. That's it. I don't it's already it's already a bad place to be for spreading. It's a restaurant. I said it before, restaurants are the way it is. You know, you go outside, it's better, it's best to sit outside, safer to sit outside or a table separate from other people. When they're at the bar, sitting at the bar, that is the biggest interchange. And people, it gets loud and people talk loud and the louder they talk, the more they spray. And fortunately, I haven't manifested any symptoms. I have my second shot in me. I'm not, I didn't get the shot because, not just because I don't want to get ill, but I don't want to get ill because I care about my family. And if, if you, the healthier I am for a longer time, the more I can be a, a better earner, I guess. That's the point. And now that study says that maybe this will reduce if I, I would not become asymptomatic and become one of the people that spread, spread the virus there's you know there 's probably a ton of people out there that don 't even know if you don 't manifest the symptoms, why would you get tested unless you have to get tested like I had to prior to my surgical procedure or prior to traveling i don 't know how that 's going to work, whether the CDC card because you who you can always get a CDC card and just fill one out you can print one up there 's pictures of them on the internet i 'm sure you can just print up the card. And, and do it, but I don't know. Maybe they'll have it on a centralized website, the CDC website, to say this is James Haran so, from so and so, and his uh, he has on record as having two of the Pfizer shots. And I hear I hate saying it. Uh, that I got my second shot. When there's the older older people down here that weren't able to get their shots in Key Largo or Tavernier, they had to go all the way up to the mainland. They had to go 40 miles and go to a mass va- vaccination site and get it done. And I got to go to Mariner's Hospital. I had an 8.30 appointment. I got there 10, 20 minutes early. They had me in at Twenty. They gave me my shot at twenty after eight, which was ten minutes earlier than I was scheduled for, and then twenty-five of nine. I'm out the door. I mean, that was that was pretty good. I mean, it's just like the DMV and all the stuff. Whenever you have to do something down here, uh, it's tourist town, right? The things that are really busy are things like the liquor store and. Gas stations and Publix and stuff like that. Oh, on to lighter thing. It is Valentine's Day down here. And I, hopefully the wife won't be listening here. But no, she doesn't listen to the show. She won't listen. I'm 20, 29 minutes into it. I don't think she's going to listen to this. So I'm going I'm to post this. I, I went and started my Valentine's week preparation. So I got flowers for Abby and Skye. I got some treats for my dog because flowers really don't impress the dog. I got some little, you know, candies for Sky. I got also sparkling grape juice. And I got Abby, some, a nice bottle of champagne. And also got her another gift that's going to be coming. And I'll probably get some chocolates and treats for him. And, and I mean, it's just. I I can't bank on doing everything on that Sunday because I work. I work on the weekends, and this way, Saturday Sunday, I, I think of your week of. You can start doing that stuff with the with flowers. And sometimes people don't like that stuff. Yes, don't get flowers for a woman that doesn't really appreciate, or a guy. Unless they appreciate the thought. A lot of times people appreciate the thought more than they appreciate the thing. Right? You're you're making an effort. Making an effort is very important in relationships. And that's my word of advice for Valentine's. Make sure you start making an effort. Start thinking about it today. Valentine's Day is on Sunday, and you don't want to be out there scrabbling when I went. Get your cards, write your notes. Purchase your gifts. You know, if you have something you have to purchase on Amazon, if you're on the mainland or down here, you could maybe be able to get it. If you ordered it today, maybe be able to get it on Saturday. Right? You don't want it coming on Sunday or something like that. Or you just get them something else and you just say, hey, listen, this is coming along. There's a picture of what I got in. And it's going to come. So it's on its way. You know, give them a say. This is a multi-sectional gift. Whatever you can do. It really pays dividends in the long run. I, I I like it when I get a little candy and stuff like that. But I it's what Valentine's Day for me is mainly for my girls. That's what it is. And I know there's some people that don't really... It makes me think about some people that really need stuff like that and don't necessarily get it. But you got to be careful about giving someone a Valentine's Day gift Because it may tendence, it's a tendency for some people to put more meaning into them than you meant. You meant to do it. You meant to do it as a friend, right? But some people have different ideas, right? So leave it at that. Do the things you have to do for the people around you. Even if you have to write a card, if you don't have any money, you can make a card. In in this area, there's flowers. I'm looking out my window. There's just beautiful, beautiful tropical flowers out there. I wouldn't cut it because my wife, my wife is expecting that to plant to flower. I'm not going to go and start cutting it apart. And uh, there was something I wanted to talk about also, and it's a local local issue but it happens i guess a lot of municipalities we're in the keys and we got that one main highway north and south route one going from 126 which is homestead florida city down to zero that's the mile marker 126 126 miles and it's during the busiest days let's say on weekend saturday saturday when some tourists when the the travelers are coming down the people from the mainland and add in that the people that live here which they try tend to hunker down if you lived here long enough you tend to hunker down on a Saturday or Sunday you say I'm going to stay local well one of the big places for big events down here is Founders Park in Amarada. And normally this time of year, about a week from now or a little later in February, and they're not doing it this year. They have this nautical flea market. And it started out mainly things that have to do with, you know, fishing and and aquatic things for boats, propellers. and, And then it became a whole bunch of other things, you know, cooking wear, clothing, hats, sunglasses. I mean, you name it. There's hundreds and hundreds of tables. It's a pretty big setup, like a big, what do they call those? Flea market. Huge, huge well, like nautical flea market. But there's tons of They got food, they had beer, all the, uh, tr- uh, the the Rotary did a cocktail hut where you, they would sell. And they raised money. And what, what this does, this nautical flea market, is raise money for scholarships for local kids and they don't have it this year they got to do it virtual and they're probably not going to raise that much money this year luckily there may be some white knights that come in here and i don't mean it's called that but people that have money that would come in and donate to ensure that these scholarships and i mentioned in other shows that Children down here, or young people, are fortunate to grow up in the Keith because the nonprofits that operate here and these fraternal organizations and sorority organizations raise tons of money. And they give out hundreds of thousands of dollars, In at least for Coral Shores, our local high school down here. So almost any kid that wants to go to college can go to college for without racking up tons of money obviously if you want to go to an ivy league school and things like that yeah you're still probably unless you have wealthy parents you're still going to rack up a ton of of bills but if you wanted to go to an associate you know get an associate degree and go to state school you could pretty much get most of your tuition covered with scholarships and grants that people provide down here i myself as long as uh, as well as other people uh, they do this Mr. Legs contest and it's for this uh, sorority down here that also gives scholarships. And what they do, the Mr. Legs contest, you get a picture of your leg, you put it in a bucket. There's a dentist, there's a person who owns a diner, the optician, um, uh, real estate guys, all all this stuff. They put out these buckets and they raise money and you're, vo- you're kind of voting for the legs of that person. I'm one of the Mr. Legs. I don't even think I'm in the top 10, but, you know, I mean, a banker or a real estate guy probably going to drop five hundred or a thousand dollars, put it in there to get themselves up there. I uh, I may have raised like five, four or five hundred dollars for that. I'll probably drop I'll drop some more money in there on Friday, maybe. But I I'm not. It's not about winning the Mr. Legs contest. It's about competing in order to raise money for the scholarships, and that's. A lot of things people think to come to the keys and say, "Man, you guys must have a big drinking and drug problem down here." And they focus on things like that, the partying and all this stuff. But they they forget about the sense of community down here. That almost every kid has an opportunity. They do, they uh, they have all these resources to or, or to go to college. And if you want to go to college, you can. And it, you don't have to if you're needy that won't be a reason why you can't go to college because there's a resource there for someone to help you there was this other one called this one of these fundraisers we did uh, it's a program called uh, God I should know this one but it's a mentee, mentor mentee program and it's take stock in children take stock and what they do is they start as early as uh, middle school and they find kids that really need help academically or, you know, they don't have a, a role model and it, you, they find a mentor for them and they follow them. And wh- if you enroll in this program, what happens and if you follow all the programs with it, take stock. Once you graduate, you get a scholarship that will take care of of your uh, junior college for two years and set you up in a state school with scholarship and they'll pay everything pretty good, huh? Not, you know, everything I know. I don't mean your rent or anything like that, but you know, you, it's a great deal. I mean, they do, they do value the education down here and, and the community does commit to it and they, they put it up, they put up, they, they put up the money for it. Well, I'm going to take a pause and uh, say thank you for listening. I'd like to thank everyone. I'd like to thank Jacksonville. I have a, a big uh, uptick in Jacksonville, Switzerland, once again, India, uh, the rest of Florida, Key West Marathon. I want to get into this small town in the Keys called Layton, it's a tiny town. I don't know who, how many people are in lane. Maybe less than a 1,000. But it's a really cute town south of Almarada, north of Marathon. Um, so I'd like to thank you all for listening. Please do me a favor. Leave a review for the show. I'm not asking for money. If you listen to the show and you enjoy what you hear, please... And try to do it if you... If you have access, I'm on iTunes. Do it on iTunes. One of these one of these podcast indexes, I only have two reviews. And one is five stars and one is one star. And that really hurts me on that one. I think it's helped, hurting the growth. So if you don't mind, it's not like you guys are beating down the door about sending me text messages or, or sending me an email. You can always send me an email. To Jim at com. That's Jim, J-I-M, at, and you know what Cal's Keys Bartenders spelled because it's in the name of the show, dot com. I thought maybe people in India and stuff like that may be trying to spell it G-Y-M. Not that you guys have a problem because I did tell people my name was, last name was Nasium. And I think they took it to heart sometimes. But if you like the show, share it with your friends, leave a review. I do appreciate it. Thank you very much. I'm going to play a little music here, and I'll be back again. I'll probably be back tomorrow. Talk to you later.